I have a overwhelming amount of feelings, so I don't know how this episode's going to go, but I guess we'll find out together. Um, welcome back to the Becoming Miriam podcast. Um, I'm Miriam, your host. Welcome. I am having a hard time and I don't know exactly like what it is. It might be just a combination of things. I'm sure that probably is what it is. It's just a combination of a lot of stuff that's not... See, the thing is, is like, I feel so overwhelmed. Like, I feel like my bucket is so full that it's like any moment it's just gonna like, just fall, like spill over and like, I'm crashing and burning. Like, that's how I feel. But like, I don't think that I have a lot of stuff going on in general. So then I get upset because it's like, Miriam, like, why are you feeling this way when you have like nothing going on like things should be easy things should be fine so why are you like so why are you this bad right now and I shouldn't feel that way because uh, of course my feelings are valid I know that but I just I don't know I'm still blaming it on my medication so I decided that I hate it and um, I'm done taking it so I did not take it today and I called my, my follow-up appointment is next week on my new medication. So I'm supposed to have a psychiatrist appointment next Wednesday, but I called them and I, I they haven't gotten back to me. Like I, they opened at 9am. So I called them literally at 9.01 and I was like, I, they didn't answer. So that sucks. And I left them a voicemail and in my voicemail, I told them, that I hate my new medication and that I do not want to take it anymore. So I'm going to stop taking it. And I would prefer to move my appointment up to today so that like I can have a plan in place. Like if I'm going to try something new, if I need to like wean off of it, whatever, that way I'm not just like abruptly stopping it on my own. And like my provider knows that I'm stopping. They never got back to me. So it's now almost noon and I sent them an email because I've noticed like if I email my psychiatrist office they call me like right away like every time I email them so since they never called me back for my voicemail I sent them an email basically stating the same thing and I was like I don't care which doctor I talk to like I would I just want to see someone today so I don't have to wait till next week and we'll see if they call me Um, I just sent that email probably like five ten minutes ago so we'll see. But yeah, I decided that I hate my medication. Um, I was feeling so good at the start of this month. Like I didn't, I mean, hopefully you guys could tell like when I did my little podcast on like the last three months of the year, like starting October, I was feeling really motivated. I was feeling really driven. Like I was feeling really positive and like, like I felt like I was on the right track and here we are like three weeks. I think it's only three weeks later. And I like, am just miserable. I feel just terrible. I just feel terrible. Like, honestly, I called out of work today because I just, I, like I, like I said, like, I feel like my bucket is full. I feel like I'm drowning again. I feel like a zombie. I feel just dead Like, I just feel, like, I feel nothing, but at the same time, all I feel is, like, bad, negative, like, just dark. And, um, on top of that, I talked about some of the side effects of the medication. 
Um, I'm like physically, like as far as like the nausea and the headaches, it's all very, very minor, like very tolerable. But the only thing that like is still around physically as far as side effects is um, that I'm just exhausted all the time and I sleep all the time, like all the time. If I'm at home, I'm asleep and I'm just drained. Like I feel like I have no life in me. I feel so drained and just so tired. I wake up tired. It takes me, it's like even harder for me to get out of bed now than it was before I started this medication. It takes me so much longer to wake up and I fight it so much harder and then like driving to work I feel like I'm falling asleep driving like I'm that tired that I literally like have to fight to stay awake while I'm driving to work at work I'm exhausted and I'm drained but like I also am forced to like keep myself busy because I'm working with kids and like obviously like I'm I'm like I'm okay there I'm I'm drained and I'm exhausted and I feel just just done but I'm still like doing my job and like I'm still doing what like I'm fine there then I get off work and I'm driving home and same thing I'm falling asleep driving like I feel like my eyes are like rolling back while I'm driving home and then once I get home I sit down and like I can't move like I just feel so exhausted that I just sit there and then I fall asleep and then I wake up and then I still can't get up and then I fall asleep again. And next thing I know, it's like 9 p.m. And it's like, oh, now I have to do my homework. This stupid ADHD medication that's supposed to be helping me kind of be more productive and like do things in a timely manner. Instead, I'm just sleeping all day long. And so I can't, I'm getting not, I'm getting even, I'm getting nothing done. I'm, I'm in the same boat as before but even worse now because now I just sleep all day. Uh, the only thing that like I've still been able to stick to is going to boxing. So I will force myself to get up and I'm exhausted and I'm tired. And I honestly, I don't know, maybe this is, maybe some of this is in my head, but like I feel like it, it is affecting me at boxing too, where it's like I'm taking, I feel like I'm taking even more breaks than before. I still get, I get with the nausea and like me getting like nauseous. I feel like there's been more times since I started this medication than ever before where like I stop because I feel like I'm going to throw up and I'm just, I'm out of breath. I'm tired. Like I'm just exhausted. I'm just so tired. I'm tired. And then I get home and it's like, literally if I'm at home, I'm asleep. So I force myself to leave my house and go to boxing. Um, and I'm still exhausted at boxing, but like at least I'm not at home and I'm like moving so I can't fall asleep, you know, but I'm just like, just very, very not happy with this. And, um, on top of the whole medication thing, yesterday was, um, October 19th, which is the day that Seth, um, if you guys remember Seth, he was my best friend, Um, who passed away by suicide a few years ago on October 19th. So it was the anniversary of his death. And so that kind of added some negative feelings and thoughts. And like, I've just been sad. And then on top of that, like I had a really exhausting day at work, of course, like just, just, I'm just not here. And then like at the end of the day, right before, like I'm like, 
going to be off work. Um, I get a text from my brother that our childhood dog passed away. And so then I'm even more upset because now I'm getting this like sad news on the same day that I'm already sad about Seth on top of like already being sad in just general, because I honestly feel like this medication is like pulling me back into like a depressive episode because this is how I like felt when I like get really depressed is like, I just feel just lifeless. Like I feel like I just, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm having a hard time. So like driving home was just not a good time. And then of course I started just like crying and then I got home and I just fell asleep and I was able to get myself up right before it was time to go to boxing. So I did go to boxing and it did help. Of course, I think if I would have not gone to boxing last night, then I don't know, like it would have been an even darker, like just bad time. So um, thankfully I did get myself to boxing and that helped so that today I could start the day a little bit better. But overall, I just felt like if I went to work and I was just stressed, I would have just exploded. Like I feel like I'm bordering a mental breakdown, like one more thing and I feel like I'm going to explode and that's not good because life is unpredictable and I don't know when that one more thing is going to be added onto my plate so I figured best to like well it's not it's not only that like oh the best thing for me to do is to like take a day to try to like decompress these feelings it's also like I just can't do it like I just, I just can't do it. Like, I feel like I'm going to explode. I feel like I'm drowning. I feel just terrible. And, um, I have this medication to blame. And like I said, I'm sure it is a little bit of a combination of like, you know, the anniversary of Seth's death and then our dog dying. And so those are like, you know, big stressors and big triggers. And so, Yes, I know it's not only the medication, it's some of that as well, but I was feeling so good coming into this new month and into this new quarter of the year and like into this new journey of like trying to get my ADHD managed and I've talked about it. I know it's a trial and error. I understand that. Um, Here's my first trial. We tried this medication. It's obviously not the one for me, so... I like I know that I have to go through these stupid ups and downs to figure out what works for me but it's just it feels really defeating because I don't know I just feel defeated and I feel just drained and when I start to feel like this it turns into this stupid vicious cycle because when I feel like this I like get lonely because I feel like I don't want to, I don't want to feel these emotions and I like wish there was someone here in my life to like make me feel better. Like yes, friends like make me feel better, but not in the way that I mean. Like I want someone to like, like my friends at boxing, like, yes, like we can talk, we have a good time. Like it's all cool. Um, so like last night when I went to boxing, like I got to hang out with like Connor and Colton and they're super cool. Love them. Like it's always a good time hanging out with them, but I'm also like not gonna pour everything on them as far as like what I'm like. I want someone that I can 
lean on on a more serious level and like tell them what I'm feeling. So then I start to get lonely because it's like I'm just holding on to these feelings. I'm just holding on to them inside and I don't like that because I don't think harboring your like negative thoughts and feelings is the best thing. So I wish I had somebody that I could, you know, share this stuff with. Um, and then it turns into like me thinking about people that like I miss and that used to be in my life and used to be that support system and like they're not here anymore. So then I wish they were here and then it turns into like, it just turns into this cycle and it just, it, it's, it's the worst. I hate it so much because like the thing is, I don't want to be in a relationship right now. Of course I want one. Like at some point, yes, I would love to fall in love again and like find the person for me and like, you know, see a future with them. Like, yes, I do want that. But again, like right now I know is not the time for me because I have so many things internally that I need to work on. Like, Yes, of course, I think I just said it it would be nice to have somebody to lean on in times like this. But at the same time, like not to the point where it's like, I don't want to like put this on them. So I still need to learn how to deal with it and manage it on my own. Like finding the balance where it's like, I'm not putting my problems on my partner. There's a balance where it's like, I'm managing it and I'm dealing with it myself. And you're just supporting me through that like I don't think I I have that balance I think if I did have that partner I probably would put it all on them and like basically depend on them to help me to make me feel better like I mean yeah that's kind of what happened with like Sean it's like that one time I was going through something similar with the medication changes and I like I tried putting that on him and that one weekend where he was supposed to come over and I was like can you come now like I really need you I'd like I need your help and I shouldn't have put that on him. I should have been more, I don't know, managing it myself and like having his support there. And I don't think I have that balance. So I don't think I'm ready for a relationship because if I got into one, I probably would do that. I would probably put, I would, yeah, I don't have, I don't know how to balance that. So I don't want a relationship right now or I don't think I'm ready for one. Um, but at the same time, like I'm lonely and I do want one. So it doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah. So then it just turns into like me missing people in my life and like people that I don't miss. Like I don't want Sean back. The guy was not the nicest to me. Like best, like love him. Best of luck to him. Hope he's doing well. Hope he's happy. Hope, you know, all of his dreams are coming true, but like, obviously like now I know that like him and I just aren't a good fit he's not the one for me so I don't need him back in my life but then like when I get sad I'm like I wish Sean would call me I wish Sean would like I don't know like I start to think about that and like start to like miss him I guess but do I really miss him or am I just filling a void I'm sure I'm just filling a void because I don't even think about Sean anymore until I get into these dark times And it's not even, like I said, it's not even Sean. It's just like, I wish I had someone like, you know, so I don't know, you know, Drake's song, I get lonely too, or I get lonely. 
I've been listening to that song too much. Stupid. Don't drake and drive. Don't drake when you're sad. It's a bad, bad habit I have. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like I said, it's just kind of a vicious cycle. And then it also turns into just me like negative talking about like with negative t- self-talk. And I start to like get down on myself about other like it turns into me just nitpicking it like everything that's wrong with me and like my skin is like my skin's breaking out right now probably because I'm like so stressed and just anxious and like not in a good mental space so now my skin's breaking out and then I get mad because I look at myself and I'm like great now you're ugly too my freaking did I tell you guys I've had a new bald spot for my freaking alopecia so then it's like nice now you're bald too then I get dandruff and I'm like great you have dandruff too and then I'm still overweight. That hasn't gone anywhere. So now you're overweight still too. Like it turns into just this bad, bad cycle. And then, then it's like, man, I'm never going to find a man. Like I'm just going to be alone forever. And then it's like, people don't take me serious. Like, so there was this guy a few months ago and I like have a crush on him and we spent some time together. And then suddenly like, I would like, hit him up and be like, Hey, you want to hang out? Or like, and he kind of started brushing me off a little bit, not like in a mean way, like abruptly or anything, but like, he just, just, we stopped hanging out. Like I would try to hang out with him and then he just like, wouldn't, um, but like, we're still cool. Like whenever I like see him or talk to him, like we're still fine, but I don't know why he like stopped wanting to hang out with me and then that makes me sad because it's like what happened like the only thing that could have happened is that you got to know my personality better because like you obviously know what I look like you knew what I look like and you were fine with like you're fine with what I look like right so it's like what changed to make you like not want to spend time with me anymore I don't know. I asked my therapist about it. And of course she was just like, Hey, well, we don't know. Like maybe he has stuff going on or maybe, you know, something made him uncomfortable. I don't know. And like, basically of course was like, it's not you. It's probably something that he has going on. But the way my brain works is like, no, it's probably me. Like what happened? Like, and so then um, it's been like a, like a while. And like, I haven't put myself out there with him anymore. Like I said, we're still cool. And like, we can still like be friendly and like talk and it's all a good time. But like, I haven't asked him to hang out and to spend time together. But like, I've been thinking about him a little bit more in the recent weeks and like how I want to hang out with him and like want to spend time with him again. But of course now I'm like, not, I'm, it's too late. I'm not putting myself out there again. Why? So I can get shut down again. And so then that starts to make me sad. Cause it's like, once I like get, I think once I get kind of fixated, I get fixated. And so it's like, I just like, my mind thought once it just had, it had one thought about like, oh, I would really like to hang out with this person again. And then I get fixated on it. And so now it's like all I think about because it's like, well, yeah, I do really want to hang out with this person, but I don't want to ask them to hang out. Cause what if they say no? Or like, what if they just ignore me again? And then blah, blah, blah. And then it turns into like, and then like, we're cool right now. And if I ask him to hang out again, then like, and he says, no, like, what if it gets awkward? And then like, I won't be able to even be his friend. And then it turns into this, like my brain's like going and going. And I'm like, oh my gosh, 
Oh my gosh. It's a mess. My brain's a mess, which is um, why I do this podcast so I can try to unmess it. So why did I start talking about him? I forgot. Why? Let me go back and listen. Ah, yes. I remember now. I was talking about how um, the negative self-talk. And so, um, yeah. So me thinking about this guy that like I hung out with a few months ago and like want to hang out with him again but now it's too late and like i will probably never hang out with him again um i start to like we hung out and then we stopped so why and then that feeds into like my negative self-talk like oh well what's wrong with me like there's something wrong with me for him to like not want to hang out with me and then it also turns into um like me wondering like why people don't take me serious which I've been wanting to talk about for a while too now, like on my podcast, like do an episode about that where it's like, I don't think people take me serious, not just in like a romantic level, like see me as like dating material, but in general, like I feel like people think I'm like childish, which I am, I am, but at the same time, I'm still worthy of like be getting into a relationship and like I still have a house, I still got a car, I still pay my bills, I'm still working on my masters, like I still have a job, like I'm an adult where it matters, but like yes, like I'd rather like just goof around and like watch anime or like go play freaking catch or I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I I'm going to I I'm not ready to think about that one just yet, but Um, yeah, so me thinking about the situation with that guy from earlier, he's the only guy that I like even tried talking to this year. And I mean, there's like two months left, so I'm sure he's the only guy that I will have talked to in this entire year. Um, so it's like me thinking about that guy. It's like, does he not take me serious? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I'm tired of this cycle of like, And this has always been the cycle. I start to feel down about myself and I like get fixated on like one thing that didn't work out. But the thing, oh, sorry, sorry. The thing is, is like, I don't put myself out there for things to work out. Like I put myself out there once this entire year. It didn't work out. So now I'm like, well, I'm doomed. I'm going to be forever alone. Like nobody's ever going to like me. No one's going to want to date me. Like, there's something wrong with me. It's like, well, maybe if I would have put myself out there a few more times, something would have worked out. Like, I don't know. But I think I don't like, I don't do well. I mean, I don't, I don't do well with rejection one. I don't like to put myself out there because I just don't like people Two, And also like I've, pretty sure I've talked about it I'm like a I get fixated or attached I think I have an addictive personality so it's like like last year it was Sean and going into this year like all like the beginning of this year like I didn't I wasn't interested in anybody else because all I was fixated on or like all I wanted was Sean and then finally I was able to move on and like then I was interested in this guy and maybe I'm not over this guy like maybe I still obviously I still think about this guy a little bit because I like 
am still thinking that like I would like to hang out with him. So it's like maybe I don't know. I'm just not interested. I don't want. I'm not interested. I don't want to meet new people. So it doesn't. I don't know. Somehow this turned into a dating stupid story. <sighs> What's wrong with me? Anyways, my psychiatrist still hasn't called me back. I guess I'll try to call them one more time and see if they actually answer their phone. What kind of professionals don't even answer their phones? I hate that. Um, I also called my dentist. Since I took the day off of work, I'm trying to make it into a productive day, which I'm focusing on the wrong thing because I have a paper due tonight that I haven't started and like I really need to write that paper. But... We'll see. I don't know. I haven't started. I don't even know what the paper is about. I haven't even read like the assignment and it's due tonight. So I'm still trying to be productive. Like I said, I called my psychiatrist. I also called my dentist because I need to get, I got new dental insurance. So I'm trying to get in for a cleaning. So I called them. I need an oil change. So I called, they didn't have anything for today. So I scheduled an appointment for my oil change and then I had a wax appointment so I went to that and so like I'm still doing things and like trying to be productive but again I'm focusing on the wrong productivity because I really need to write this paper but also my house is a mess so I also really need to clean and my HOA find me because of my freaking weeds so I really need to like clean up my yard and so I really should do that too before they find me again jerks I hate them now and what else? I got to finish laundry because I have one more load of laundry that I need to do. Is there anything else? I don't know. It's noon and I have a lot to do and I'm stressed, but I'm tired. I need to make a vision appointment. I need, my contacts, they're not new. They're my old contacts that I have like haven't used. Um, I don't think they're like my prescription anymore because I feel blind with my contacts and also do normal like eyeglasses do they help with light because since I started wearing my contacts again I feel like my eyes are so sensitive to light and like I've been wearing sunglasses which I like never well obviously I don't wear my sunglasses because I'm always wearing my eye, my regular eyeglasses but like with my normal eyeglasses I feel like I'm not this sensitive to light and with my contacts your girl's like blind as a bat um, as soon as I like step outside. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I don't know why I thought about that, but I'm wondering if my eyeglasses help with light sensitivity, but I do need to make an appointment to get my eyes checked before the year ends so that I can get new contacts because these ones are not the ones they hurt. I'm like always, I'm just blind. Um... I think I'm just trying to continue talking because like I feel a lot better already like just talking things out I don't know what I talked about in this last 27 minutes but I feel better but I guess I'm done talking because I can't think of anything else to say I'm very tired so um like I'm very tired I think I need a nap you see what I'm saying I'm just tired like my eyes hurt like they feel heavy like I feel like I'm gonna fall asleep and I've been drinking a lot more Red Bulls lately because, you know, I'm so tired all the time. So maybe I'll take a nap, set a timer, wake up, drink a Red Bull, and then try to write this paper. 
I'm so like defeated to the point where it's like, I honestly, hopefully this does not happen, but like, I feel so defeated to the point where I don't care if I turn something in tonight for my paper. And I am never like this. Like I'm a perfectionist. I need good grades. Like I'm not going to miss a big paper, but like, that's how bad I feel that I just like, don't care. I'm not in, I'm not stressed to start this paper. I'm still going to go to boxing tonight, whether I've started it or not. Like I don't care about anything in life right now. And it's terrible. And that's why I need to get off this medication. So I'm going to try to call my psychiatrist again and see if they can see me today because this paper, this uh, medication sucks and I hate it and I can't do it anymore. Anyways, I've rambled long enough. I, like I said, I don't know what I talked about. So hopefully it made sense to you. Um, and I hope you guys are doing well. Hope you're doing better than me until next time, which will be next Thursday. Hit my line if you need anything and I love you and you're the best. Goodbye. Hi, I'm back. Your girl had a hop back in for a quick update because, um, I, after I recorded whatever I talked, I don't even know what I said, but whatever I was, whatever I said, um, my psychiatrist finally did call me back and they were able to squeeze me in. So I saw and talked to them and it made me very mad. And so now I'm just going to complain about some things. Um, right now while I'm recording, I just got home. I went to boxing. I don't know if I told you that no matter what, I was going to boxing. So I went to boxing and so I'm feeling really good. I got myself another Red Bull because um, I still haven't started that paper. So after this, I really need to uh, try to buckle down and write because it's due at midnight and hopefully I can get it done in time because I do still care about my grades. I'm not a failure. I, I care. Um, so I got onto my appointment and like right away she starts and it goes like this. So I hear you're having some side effects. And I said, yes, I hate it. This is what I'm feeling. And I told her, I literally, look, obviously you can't see because this is an audio, but I think I told you guys, I'm keeping like a list of all the side effects. Like every day I'll write down how I'm feeling. So I like actually have a good, like a record of like how this medication is making me feel. So I tell her everything about how like I'm just sleeping all the time and um, how that's starting to lead to like negative thoughts about myself because then I get mad at myself for sleeping so much and blah, blah, blah. So I'm, I'm, I fill her in. I tell her everything I told you guys. Hopefully I told you guys. I don't remember. So then she's like, okay, well, it sounds like this medication's not the one for you. Um, but my biggest concern is, yes, this medication can definitely, uh, one of the big side effects is it can definitely make you sleepy and tired, which is what it's doing to me. But it shouldn't affect your mood like this at all. Because I've been just like having all these weird feelings where I, it does make me more irritable. So I've been noticing that I get more irritable. And again, like I was just having a lot of negative thoughts and, um, not like, intrusive thoughts as far as like self-harm things like that like it's nothing too crazy but it's just like and I told you guys I know like there's other stuff going on but just just bad thoughts like I just feel angry and sad and lonely and like all of that stuff and she's like that's not that should not affect your this medication should not affect your mood so my biggest concern is that like your depression is coming um back or like you're depressed you're going into a depressive episode blah 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 and she's like it's really important that we treat that first and I had already told her when I first saw her a few weeks ago, like that I'm not 
going on it. I don't want to be on antidepressants. I've, I literally, my experience with antidepressants all of last year, I felt so much worse than I have in my whole life, not on medications for depression. Like I've been feeling really good. Yes, I have my ups and downs, but overall I've been feeling fine. And so I'm telling her this and I'm like, I'm not interested in going on antidepressants. I've been feeling fine up until like now that I've been on this medication is when I'm starting to feel these things again. And so she offers me, she's like, all right, well, if this one didn't work, like the next option is this. And then I'm like, okay, I can't remember because I've been doing research on different medications. I'm like, I can't remember that one in particular. Can you tell me a little bit more about it? And then she starts with, well, it's a dual functioning, like it serves multiple purposes. So it's an antidepressant that also helps with ADHD. And I'm like, uh, I'm too nice and I'm way too soft, side note. So it's hard for me to like stand up for myself and like talk back. Like one time my friends at work all made fun of me. One time I paid $50 plus a tip for these hideous nails at this nail salon. And I said nothing and I was like, here's my money, take it. And then I just hated them. I was miserable about my nails. Anyways, I know that's irrelevant, but like I'm just too soft and I'm too nice. So she said it's an antidepressant and she's like, is that something that you're willing to try? And I'm like, uh, well, I mean, if that's like what you think is the next best option. Cause I also don't want to be that person that's like the worst type of client where they're like, well, WebMD says this. And like, you're trying to tell a doctor what to do. And like, you're like, you know, like I'm not obviously, obviously they do this for a living. They went to school for this. Like they have the experience. I just did some research on the internet. So I'm not trying to be like defiant, but at the same time, like I need to advocate and stand up for myself. If I know I'm not, I'm, realistically, I'm not interested in taking an antidepressant. So no matter what, if she prescribes it to me and I pick it up and I try it for a little bit, most likely I'll just end up dropping it and then I go on unmedicated. So I'm like hesitating and I'm like, I mean, I'm like, if you really think that's like the next best option, like I guess I'm willing to try it, but if I'm being honest, like I'm not really the, the biggest thing that worries me is I'm not interested in getting on an antidepressant. I've had bad history with like when I was on medication for my depression, plus I've been feeling fine. And she's like, okay, well, if we don't want to do that, then we can try this medication. This one's specific for ADHD. So it doesn't serve the dual purpose, whatever. And I was like, okay, can you tell me more about that one? And she goes on to tell me about it. And I do remember like reading up on it and like, how it works and it's still not it's still it's a non-stimulant but it's a little different than like norepinephrine uptake inhibitors i forgot what they stand for um so it's a little different and like you take it at nights it's so it's an extended release so by the time you wake up in the morning it should be kicked up like kicked in and like working so that you like are good to go as soon as you wake up and i'm like okay that sounds a little bit more attractive to me like here's the thing i'm not over here trying to just score drugs like I do not care if I'm on a non-stimulant or stimulant. It does not matter to me as long as I find something that works. However, I have been doing research and I know that stimulants do help people that have ADHD. So again, I don't care what I end up on as long as I find something that works. But the thing that bothered me and the reason that I will never go back is because she's sitting here explaining this medication to me. And then she goes on and she's like, yeah, stimulants are just, you know, they're not recommended for people, for adults with ADHD, which is bullshit because again, 
I've done research and I know a lot of people like work with stimulants like it works for them and I'm like oh really why is that and she's like well they're very addictive and um they're a class two controlled substance so we just you know don't recommend them for adults because of the addictive properties or blah 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 which I listened to this podcast with this one doctor and it was like bro it spoke to my soul and I'm gonna go re-listen to it because it was just so informative and like this guy's like an ADHD expert. Like it, it was a really good podcast. And he talks about, he's like, okay, they're addictive. But when you take them as prescribed, like if you have a compliant patient, they're not addictive. They're addictive for people that don't have ADHD that take stimulants to get a certain effect. But like people that have ADHD, it just helps them get to a normal level. And me, okay, my psychiatrist doesn't know me on a personal level, but hopefully some of you guys do. I am the most compliant patient ever. I've literally never been drunk. I've literally never been high. I've never smoked weed. I've never tried any kind of drugs. I'm not over here trying to just like, bro, just give me some Adderall. Like, I don't care what I take as long as I find something that helps. So she's sitting there telling me how like stimulants are bad for people basically. And in my mind, I'm like, well, that's very like, like you, you just, you're you're part of this negative stigma around ADHD treatment. So that bothered me. And then she goes on and she's like, she's just going. And then first of all, I never even asked about stimulants. I was like, I agreed to try the freaking one medication that you told me. And then you just decided to throw out there like all this stuff about how stimulants are bad. So she's going on. And then she's like, plus um, with your like, you know, you have the, you having a history of anxiety and depression and you're not treating that, like I would never prescribe you a stimulant without treating your anxiety and depression first. And I'm like, first of all, stupid lady, just because I don't treat my anxiety and depression with an antidepressant or medication in particular, like that doesn't mean I'm not treating it. I still go to therapy on a regular basis. I do things at home. I journal. I have my affirmations. I try to like, I'm like, I'm doing things at home. Yes, I'm working on it and like building those habits so that they are consistent and like in a real routine. So I know I'm not perfect, but overall I do still treat it through therapy and through other other treatment methods. I don't have to treat my depression through medications only. Not to mention, I literally just told you that I've been feeling fine. Like, yes, ups and downs and I have some bad days, but overall, I still feel so much better than I did when I was on antidepressants. So why in the world would I go back to taking antidepressants so I can feel worse again? Like, I feel good. So don't sit there and tell me that I'm not treating my depression when I like that pissed me off so much. It, it made me so angry <sighs> because going into the mental health industry, like medication is not the only answer. People can treat their depression through other forms. And I told her this and I was like, just because I'm not like on medication, I am still treating my depression. Like I go to therapy regularly. I journal, I do affirmations. Like there's other things that I'm doing that have helped me tremendously. Like I am treating my depression. And I was like, and then I just like quickly changed the subject. I didn't want her to feel like I was like trying to fight her or anything. And I was like, so I'm willing to, so yeah, I'm willing to try this medication. Like 
you said I take it every night, blah, blah, blah. And so I, like, went back to the original, like, conversation or whatever. But, like, it just bothered me so much because I... Reading up and, like, listening to other people online that have ADHD and that have, like, you know, for years been working on their treatment. Like, I've heard that, like, people struggle getting treatment with ADHD because of this negative stigma. And I understand it, like... I get it and I don't. I get it because, yes, it's a controlled substance. And, yes, as a provider, you have to be careful. and You can't just hand it out to everybody. I understand that. But I don't like that you're just basically dismissing it and closing off a huge portion of treatment that could be beneficial to me. What if ADHD, I mean, what if my ADHD, yeah, needs a stimulant to be treated? Like, what if that works for me? What if that, out of every option, like, what if those are the best treatments for me in particular you're basically telling me that I never have the option of exploring like I don't have those options you're only showing me these non-stimulants which I've tried I think now too and they didn't work for me so you're a you're like you're a medical professional working in the mental health industry you should be fighting this negative stigma you should get to you should ask me more questions you should get to know me a little bit more to figure out that hey she seems like she's going to be a really compliant client she's not just here trying to score drugs like that bothered me so much and then also don't like sit there and basically say that like i'm not treating my depression and like my depression's like the the real cause here. When I truly believe, like I'm to a point where I believe that if I can manage my ADHD, it's going to clear up so much more because I think that the struggles that I have, a lot of them fall under the ADHD like things. Like the struggles that I have are because of my ADHD and those are the things that lead to me getting stressed and lead to me getting anxious and then spiraling. And once I start spiraling, I get sad and then it like... That stuff is what leads to my anxiety attacks and my panic attacks and my depressive episodes. So no, I don't think that it's my depression that's the main issue. I think it's my ADHD, which is why I'm trying to figure out what works best and how to manage it. (sighs) Anyways, yeah, hope, yeah, I don't know. Just wanted to throw this update in here before I post it because I was very pumped. I don't know if you could tell. I was very passionate about how I feel about this. Great. There's Liza. So, um, I don't even know what to do next. Like, do I still, I'm, I probably will pick up the medication that she prescribed me and like try it out for a while, but I definitely will not be going back to her. I need to like do some more research, call my insurance and find more providers that like don't have this stigma around ADHD and like treatment options. Um, I want a provider that's going to understand me, um, understand like my lifestyle and find like work with me to find something that's realistic and that's going to work for me. I have said it plenty of times. I don't see myself being the type of person that needs like a long-term medication that I take medication every day for the rest of my life. Like, no, thank you. That's not what I want. That's not realistic to my lifestyle I won't do it so if you know that about me let's find something that will work for me don't just shut down my options and basically like be like oh well you can do this or that and that's it not not cool um so yes I need to find a new psychiatrist because I don't like mine anymore 
and she's not and then, oh so and then i was wondering like do i tell her these things because maybe feedback could help her improve she's old no shade so maybe she won't like want to make changes but i feel like maybe sending them a polite email and like expressing myself and telling them why i'm going to discontinue services with them maybe it could be eye-opening for her or do i not waste my time I don't know. Do I just... Because here's the other thing. Not that it matters what people think about me at all. I don't care. But like, she basically sat here and told me like, I'm not giving you a stimulant. And then I discontinue services. Then it looks Then it looks like she was just trying to score some drugs and just getting some stimulants. And when I told her, no, she went away. So, and again, I know it doesn't matter, but like, I'm going to be perceived that way. Or I can just be straight up and like send her an email and like tell her, hey, I'm discontinuing services and this is why I felt like you didn't blah, 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 you know, just give her a breakdown of everything. And then she understands why I, not that, again, not that it matters, but I don't know. I want to help people. So maybe I can help her realize that like, hey, lady, you suck. Be better, you know? So, Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but I need to find a new psychiatrist because I'm mad at her. And that's my rant. Thanks for coming to my TED talk. Uh, this time it's for real. I'm dipping out. I got to write this paper. So I bought a Red Bull, but now my stomach hurts. I think I'm hungry. So I need to find something to eat first. Oh, I was supposed to make food, but I didn't. So probably Hot Pocket it is because, you know, I really got to write this paper. Um, so I got to go eat a Hot Pocket, chug this Red Bull, and then hopefully focus for the next uh, two hours. It's nine o'clock. I got nine... I got 10, 11, I got three hours to write this paper. Um, Wish me luck. Pray for your girl. Love you. Bye.